Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober. The podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And it's um, episode 49, this one. And um, I'm recording it in my camper van, so let's hope it works. And um, <laughs> and it feels very autumnal here and we're doing something that's quite, um, yeah, on season, I suppose, um, because we're looking at our autumn self-care, how we engage our senses in autumn self-care. And one of the reasons why we're doing this is that we tried to record earlier, didn't we? Yeah. And I ended up crying because it was a really different it wasn't a depressing subject but we were looking at something that was quite uh you know letting go of deep. negative stuff and it yeah it was quite deep and and it and it wasn't an easy day for me and um so we are applying the principles of self-care and we're flipping it maybe you want to talk a bit about that man yeah I just um we wanted to bring it up because actually you know it's a it's been a huge learning in our own shift in our brain and it's like a really positive thing of how actually the principles that we talk about are working and you know the the fact that you, you were feeling hugely overwhelmed like it wasn't the moment and you know whereas in the past we would have just sort of carried on through you know it's like this kind of tunnel vision when mm. you're sort of you're drinking or whatever and I guess it's because that part of your life is out of control so you try to control certainly for me anyway you felt like you had to control other things like I was really sort of constantly um well a constantly creating drama and b constantly trying to control things like my kids like you know surroundings and things and doing things um and the ability to sort of sort of force quit on a situation and go I can't do like I can't do this right now and also to have that flexible thinking you know for for us to go right let's flip it we don't need this right this we don't have to do this right now Mm. like what do we need you know what do we need right you need cheering up okay (laughs) let's talk about spa let's talk about sparky things like let's talk about what brings us joy let's talk about you know the positive things about being sober and then it was just that kind of like okay like I can I can deal with that and mm. and it's actually really important to signal that that is a shift for both of us in our thinking and our behavior patterns in order to be you know what like no not today and I yeah. think it's really important for people to know that like you don't have to do the work and the deep stuff all the time and yeah know um, yourself and just go okay no yeah I want to be happy I want to like try and yeah find the sunshine in today you know and that's and that's allowed you have permission to do that like yeah you know that that whole kind of that fits in with the kind of whole sober treat thing and the self-care thing that um you know that it's fine you know like you say you don't have to be doing the kind of this kind of work (laughs) and there is that you know that it sometimes it can kind of feel like that I think um yeah so and I guess it's just a principle like you know essentially we're going to be talking about mindfulness today and gratitude you know it's the things that light us up and make us happy Mm. 
And, you know, through studying both of us, the science of happiness, then that's what you do to make yourself happier. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's focus on the, yeah. the good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited now. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. It's like what, what you focus on grows, isn't it? It's like where you put your energy. The wolf you feed, mm. essentially, isn't it? Yeah. It's like that power. And, and, you know, a lot of things are, are out of your control at the moment you know so it's like right the the time that you have to yourself yeah you know it's a self-care principle yeah. it's like right well like let's let's make that as joyous and as kind of forward thinking and happy thinking mm. as possible you know as, as as trying to build balance so yeah 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 and um and can I just point out the lipstick thing like where we're talking about that because <laughs> when we logged on we can see each other because we record on Skype and um Amanda went oh you've got some you've got red lipstick on and I'm basically I look like shit right so I've got I'm really tired I've got no makeup on except for this very scary red lipstick but basically I'd gone up to the bathroom because it's night time at the moment and um I was looking for bazooka to put on my daughter's veruca and um, I found some <laughs> lipstick and got distracted. It's like, oh, that's a nice colour for autumn. And I, I put it on her. And I, I mean, I did get a plaster to kind of put over her veruca because I couldn't find any bazooka and thought, right, I'll do that tomorrow. You see flexible thinking. And yeah. I did something that makes me happy, which is put a bit of lipstick on. So, yes. Yeah. Well, walk but in the but walk, it's that in, sometimes it is that, that, you know, we've said it before, that inside out you know sometimes it is about kind of like right sometimes just sort it's of, outside in that's what I meant yeah yeah but I think that's quite a lot of this isn't it as well the kind of mindfulness things that we're talking about today because mindfulness sounds like an internal thing but actually that is very much outside in self-care because it's about using your senses and what is feeding you from the outside what are you picking from your environment to nourish yourself so that is a very excellent little segue into the whole topic yeah. well done <laughs> uh, yeah so we wanted to concentrate on it being autumn so changing yeah. seasons and it's not always easy for people like if you you know have seasonal affected disorder or if yeah I mean it's not everyone's favorite season but there are some lovely elements to it. And I've definitely, you've opened me up because I'm a bit of a cynic, but you've, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited about sort of colours and smells and in a way that I didn't used to, you know. Mm. So it's kind of, yeah, it's like looking around and really sort of seeing. Um, so, yeah, so the five senses, obviously. Yeah. They are. <laughs> Sight, smell. Uh, taste, touch, and... Did you say sound? Sound. Yeah. And sound. Yeah. So we were going to just really run through, because obviously self-care is a big, big old topic, and we're really, you know, excited, and, and we use that a lot in terms of, you know, what we do on our webinars in the commu in our community on um, Mighty Networks, and we've just done one. So um, we've just done our, our first webinar there, um, so obviously it's a really big topic, but, but just to sort of break it down into little sound bites and focus on those kind of tactile things is just what we wanted to focus on today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how can you, 
um, help your well-being in this time of year um, by the things that you can see. Me? Start there. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we've chatted about this before, but I, I would say I get called into the woods um, at this time of year and I have a dog and and I'm quite lucky because um, uh, my walk to school with my daughter is through the woods so the wellies are mm. on and I'm looking at the autumn leaves and the changing like the um, so the sun is going lower across the sky and the colours in the evening and the long shadows and I get a real shiver when I when I look and I tune into those those things and the changing light and I love the fireworks I'm a real kid and I was saying um Sussex where I live goes massive on all the bonfire parades and fireworks we have something in every town from last weekend all the way through to bonfire night and I love that I love the kind of sparklers and the pumpkins and the colours um and I also, I've just written down, um, so obviously there's that nature element and I, I love to um, collect things from nature, but maybe that will go into touch and smell. I might talk about that. Um, so I've become a real magpie and I collect things a lot in the autumn that I find along the way. And I put it on my little nature shelf <laughs> to have a look at. And it's all rancid and going off, but I really like it. And but I also get quite arty like I love like we're going up to London and we will go to the Tate Modern on Sunday with the kids and the Southbank Centre. And so if I go into and I love to go into and look at churches, and look at stained glass windows and arty things and the cinema and stuff like that. So I get a lot of joy from visual stuff this time of year in a. Yeah, not moving around so much, but very much visual. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, I was just thinking, because I've kind of been researching why these things are, mm. you know, useful. Um, and obviously, like, you know, there is a thing called forest bathing, which is like a Japanese practice, which is called Shrin-Rin-Yoko. Yoku, mm. excuse me, I'm so sorry, I apologise. Um, and actually that does have an effect on bringing your heart rate down and, mm. and sort of that connection, you know, is a, it is a practice. Um, something that was suggested, which I really liked in terms of mindfulness, is to look at things from a different angle, like mm. rather than just, you know, everyday options that you see all the time, if you pick them up and turn them around, you know, I mean, it reminds me, we played Boggle as a, a family. Oh, yes, we've played Boggle together. We've played Boggle Kate, together. <laughs> Kate is quite competitive. Um, <laughs> no, how very <laughs> dare you. <laughs> but, you know, it's essentially the same, isn't it? Because if you, t if you don't know what we're talking about, I do apologise, but it's a game with lots of dice with letters on. And if you, at some point, you kind of get stuck. And if you turn the, the dice, you know, you get to see loads of other words. Um, and I suppose that's the same sort of principle. So, yeah, one of the things was to to either move things around in your house so you get different perspectives or um, to just sit in different places and look at things from different angles and kind of appreciate the, the shape of things, I suppose, as a mindful practice. Um, yeah, I like... 
I mean, we don't have a fire, and I really wish we did. Um, but candles, fire, those sort of things, crackling, and and mm. the actual sort of movement of flame is is very mm. hypnotic. Yes, um, and you know, sparkly lights. I suppose I'll put them in there. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. What about um, which one do you want to do next? sound okay because that you just said about the crackle of the fire and I think that does it for me and I I think of um the sound of the sparklers you know when things ignite Mm. and chemical reactions and the crunch of leaves and they when I'm thinking about it I'm getting real goosebumps and I'm feeling like they're all um signals to myself that I'm alive that's it it's like Mm. sensory sensory stuff is and I was what was I doing I was watching this webinar on the neuroscience of coaching and the neuroscience of transformation at the weekend on my sort of downtime (laughs) (laughs) as you do and um and it was this this brilliant coach was talking about she does a lot of somatic work and she's done this i the idea that that your brain basically isn't in your head you know obviously the the pathways go down to your we are literally a living walking breathing kind of antenna antennae mm. and this is this practice as well it's like what what once you tune in, it's like, what am I picking up? What is the world telling me? What is the set? What are my senses telling me? And I love that mm. idea. And it is very much like being an antenna in this crazy energetic thing. I don't know. So that so what what were we talking about? Sound. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I love again. I said sort of like I like cinema at this time of year and. I like classical music. I sort of get drawn to the kind of classics in terms of literature. And um, I really love Debussy. And I love, you know, I'm a, but I'm a bit of like um, hooked on classics kind of classical music listener. So I know all the kind of popular ones. So I love yeah. Claire de la Lune. And again, I, I love that because it reminds me of the moon walk, going through the clouds, walking, walking through the clouds. Um so, and I love Mozart. Um, I also really like uh, Parliament Funk to really rock out to really loud in the car at this time of year anyway. And just the other day, uh, my friend Bernadette, I talk about her quite a lot on the podcast, don't I? I've been you talking do. To, I mention her because she's my oldest, dearest friend and, she, and she's my uh, godmother to my kids and it's just she just always brings the fun and she made us all because we've been going through a tough time she just made us go into the kitchen and do what you do like put on the uh put some music on and everyone could pick a song and my son put on ocean wisdom um which Mm. is like like proper british grime like and we just all went a bit bonkers we were all like really like jumping up and down and doing really stupid dancing and and that was amazing so I I'm I'm kind of going between like classics and grime that's where (laughs) I'm I'm going that's it brilliant (laughs) I love it do you know what um because I've been doing Lucy Sherrington's um 
who's the comparison coach. I've been doing some training with her. She did this amazing called the good grams. It was all about learning about using sort of social, falling in love with social media again, essentially in using it for building community. Mm. Um, and she talks about BSE big sister energy. And that's what she likes to bring to all her projects is that, um, you know, that's, and, and we were talking about sort of who you feel like or, what you what energy you want to bring to people and I kind of feel like Bernadette's our BSE she's like our big sister energy (laughs) (laughs) so you can tell her that yeah I'll tell Um, her to listen to this episode yeah yeah, well music is obviously a huge huge part of my life and actually I was trying to organize my Instagram the other day and um, I realized how many sort of dance stupid dancing videos there are in my stories and um and how many different sort of stories there are about music um what I've noticed is music can have a huge impact on the kids mood Mm. um this was something that I got from my sister-in-law years and years ago that she always used to play like you know classical or jazz on a Sunday morning and it would be like you go down and it'd just be like oh you know, and sometimes I sort of remember that in those manic, it happened yesterday that everyone was a bit manic, like mm. the kids and, and myself. And then I just put on some chilled, I don't know, it was like chilled tunes or something from Spotify. And it was just like, it just brought the level down. Yeah. Um, I like listening to the birds. Uh, there's a big connection with birds because my grandma was really into uh, birds. So she used to, and so is my parents as well, who were bird friendly family and also my friend Jen James who lives in America she always talks to me about the birds so Mm. um she's got chickens hasn't she she does have chickens but yeah she's got a big sort of thing about birds and anyway we'll have to get her on and talk about that I'd love to talk to Jen one of the things that was suggested in my reading today was again it's like shifting it up um like list buy yourself some really nice headphones or mm. listen through headphones rather yeah. than um just normally mm. and I've noticed that like sometimes if I watch like a film on a train the sort of sensory experience is so different you know when you've got the sound in your ears and you're like mm. watching on a screen it's just you and the film mm. um and it's those, like those kind of moments sort of thing. yeah and those mm. those kind of moments that you get really lost in and you get a real kind of yeah sense of satisfaction from I think mm. um so that was another one that was that I found about being mindful when you listen is to listen through headphones mm. um, and I also like crunchy leaves oh so. crunchy leaves what about um touch well I'm wearing my new blanket scarf this I love and I um I have a couple of alpaca, really big blankety kind of. You have shawls. a couple of. Sorry. You have two alpacas. I, do you know Amazing. what I might? I might because, well, the conversations in our house go, and my daughter goes, "Mummy, when are we going to get the pygmy goats that you talked about?" <laughs> because I'm like always wanting to, like I would love a goat. And we I used to have goats when I was little. Oh, yeah, they don't smell so good. If we're talking about that, smells. is true. And yeah. I really want a micro pig, like that I could take uh, on a lead to school. 
Like, how much do I want a micro-pig? And we were watching this, um, uh, a documentary about 72 cutest animals, me and my daughter estate, and the capybaras that are like really massive guinea pigs, but they're the mm. kind of size of a pig. And we had this conversation about how much I wanted to put a saddle on it and ride it. <laughs> so, you know, if we're like putting all these things about what cheer us up and the sight, yeah. watching things like 72 cutest animals and almost having these fantasies about like having them. <laughs> uh, let's see. You see, you can see it working. Like I am no longer crying. I'm laughing. Yeah. So, um, Lara Fraser, who's another mm. guest that we're going to have on, silly Lara, she has yeah. a pig. So. Oh, that's so chill. That's another thing about sight, actually, is, um, mm. you know, flipping, flipping it up. And I have kind of comfort TV, like mm. period dramas and yeah. um, Queer Eye. And <laughs> I might throw in Monty Don's... Um, gardening challenge in there but oh. I think it's some, a bit of antiques ratio um, I think it's something to do with kind of yeah sort of childhood times I think like sharing times with my with my mum um so yeah things like that I think we were talking about touch weren't we yes so before I veered um, off, and so cashmere, oh, my alpaca, my big alpaca shawls that um, my friend Carrie, who is is awesome and, and, you know, like literally 25 years ago, she had this little shop up in the Peak District called Patchcootie, I think, and she was doing an MSc, MA in Latin American Studies and was just importing fair trade um goods and working with women's communities over there and so my alpaca shawls come from the latin america um from fair trade and women's communities so they all feel good you know they they feel Mm. good um i love uh, you got me into cashmere uh i've got my uggs Mm. and I get my cashmere off eBay secondhand as well. So I'm, I'm actually quite into that sort of thrifting and secondhand clothes stuff, but getting good quality stuff, but getting it secondhand. And again, that sort of feels good, you know, in that sort of ethical yeah. way. But anyway, we're not talking about that. And touch what else? Warmth, I guess. Hot water bottles. I got my, my um, electric blanket. <laughs> My poor husband, I've got my fluffy pyjamas, my onesies, my electric blanket, and he's just like, I just want a shag. And I'm like, like, in just like in my onesie that no, like it would take, it's like four knocks with my electric blanket going, I can't possibly, it's autumn. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh dear. Uh, what about you moving swiftly on to you? um touch um well in my research um um, giving yourself mini massages so there's lots of different I posted this up and I'll post it again but there's lots of there's a really nice piece of art about how you can you know self-soothe so 
putting your hands over your heart, um, putting your hands on your belly, rubbing your arms, butterfly cuddles, those things that you can, mm. you know, actually self-soothe with touch. Um, washing your hands, this was another one. Um, and, you know, having a shower, mm. buying yourself something nice that's, that goes into smell as well. But, um, and yeah, it's quite interesting because my son is very, is quite um, sense, sensory sensitive. Yeah. I don't know whether you can say that. Um, and he, you often find him like he doesn't really like to wear pajamas. He much prefers sort of like to have skin. Hmm. Um, but he love he loves soft, cuddly things. So you'll often see him walking around with like you know he looks like King Albert with his big blanket sort of trailing around. Um, and he often, you know, will sleep with still, you know, mm. sleep with uh, one of my scarves or one of my jumpers mm. or so that, you know, it's that kind of, yeah, yeah. He's, he's very touch sensitive. Um, mm. And again, for, for me, who I don't really like summer because I find light sheets quite difficult. So I'm much better yeah. with heavy blankets and sort of um, security. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this this time of year is definitely nice for sort of snuggling in mm. and really spend time making your bed like an yeah. inviting, nice place. Yeah. Um, which I really had to learn about because I sort of had real issues well, with sleep. Mm. Um, but, yeah, now I like nothing better. We're mm. such old ladies. I like nothing better than getting into bed. <laughs> with my Downton Abbey and yeah. my Downton my Abbey and my electric blanket and the kettle upstairs that I was, like, fessed up about and was totally <laughs> outed by my daughter. Oh, um, okay, so... Uh, taste taste okay like oh I am having such a good time with taste right now well because I we've had many conversations about sugar haven't we and the pros mm. and cons and I am um, I just love the sweet stuff at this time of year but in terms of like I like my root vegetables and I like cake and I've got some I've got some maple syrup and I I just, I'm noticing because I feel like I'm more tuned in. It's not like that whole boomerang kind of hungover craving carbs, ricocheting from that sugar high of alcohol to sugar this, this, or even the early sobriety of the the sugar regulating and needing to eat Haribo and that that being in crisis with it. It, it just feels like I know it's getting cold and I, my body is asking for it and so oh, so they call it intuitive eating don't they yeah it's, um, and I, I really something feel I'm that. really interested in yeah and I find that as soon as I put rules around I mean I'll just speak for me when I put rules around food which I did all the time um and I did have some disordered eating uh as a late teen and in my early 20s um when I put um rules around it 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 it, it becomes a problem for me so I love one mm. of my greatest, the greatest gifts that sobriety has given me in, in the many, 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 many gifts is the ability to just 100% enjoy my food guilt free. And I don't impose rules around it. And I find myself wanting to at the moment because things are quite uncontrolled, out of control, like we were talking about. Mm. 
but I keep going back to just it goes quite quickly and so uh yeah so so more more sweet stuff for me at the moment um also um what I did on Sunday this is so this is just like hug this makes me feel like we're all getting looked after which so I got the slow cooker out and I made my burgundy beef stew with horseradish dumplings and I use alcohol free wine like just the some I can't you don't even know what what brand it is um and that was amazing and what else I've written something down which I can't yeah so just that that whole kind of very warming root vegetables stews and I've decided I might make a baked egg custard tomorrow because I put um I made a bechamel sauce today and I put some nutmeg in it and it made me think how much I wanted more of that but I wanted sweet stuff with it and I was like oh I've never made a big baked egg custard I might make that tomorrow so um yeah so so that's sort of that's where I'm at with taste yeah yeah I think there's that thing of yeah of this time of year you know it's like that spice cooking and Mm. and herbs and cardamom and ginger and warming things yeah kind of uh, we should put there. There's a really good recipe for kind of mulled wine, but it's with cranberry juice. I have to get that recipe, which is really nice. And um, yeah, experiment with stuff like that with those kind of um, those spices and and smells. Um, going on to smells, actually, mm. I've rediscovered um, essential oils. I found because um, my friend Natalie Fairbrook in America, she's a coach and um, for she recovers, and she is also an al- alchemist. And she mm. blends her own um, her own essential oil mixes. Okay. I don't know if she sells to the UK, but definitely in the US. Anyway, her blends are amazing. And she made mm. one called She that she made for She Recovers. And I found it the other day in my bag. And it was just like this little kind of lucky chart. It was just before I went away for the weekend with friends and I found mm. it and it was just that little thing for like so just kind of like kept on putting it on it's just like s- sort of sniffing it and that sort of connection to I guess because I was thinking about this because all these things could be quite triggery mm. you know because it's like oh you have that thing and then you have your lovely oh we settle in and we snuggle down and then we have the fire and then we have a glass of wine and and I guess it's like sort of it's retraining your brain to sort of associate it with something else. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But now I've got an essential oil that I smell Mm. and that brings that that association. So every time I smell sage, it reminds me of this, you know, Mm. sort of lovely, um, hugger kind of cozy time. Yeah. And you can retrain your brain sort of away from one thing to another and still keep all those Mm. lovely kind of comforting, nice things. That's it. Yeah tweak it you know yeah. tweak it to to put a sober twist on it I suppose mm. um yeah it's never about missing out it's just about mm. sort of like a little bit of adaptation I guess yeah I and I think um, that um that what you said about the sort of neuroplasticity and training the brain and I mean I again when I was looking at the the neuroscience of the coaching and, and change it was all about that and if you put an emotional charge behind something as well, so if you can kind of summon up that lovely 
um, you do something, you have a lovely smell to it and you go, you can, you can actually emotionally sort of attach to it. So think, oh, that's lovely. Choose a good, good thing that, um, creates neural pathways quicker, apparently, because you've got an emotional charge there and I can't remember all the science behind it. But so if you're, you know, engaging the senses, engaging positively with the senses can really give you a charge with when you are going through that when you are habit changing um yeah and they'll just get stronger and stronger you know um yeah and I think that's why you know because we haven't really talked about mindfulness that much on the podcast um because I guess it's something that we do without putting the label of mindfulness on it but it Mm -hmm. certainly is something that is a practice in sober living in the fact mm. that you tune in, you know, you tune into those things. And yeah, and that helps to be like, oh, no, like, how does this, this feels nice. And I'm going to remember this and I'm going to yeah. hold on to this. And yeah. when I lay in the bath, I'm going to appreciate this moment, you know, and all of that helps to, yeah, to feel positive about your choice to, to be, to be sober. Mm and feel grateful you know yeah. so that's what it's all about isn't it what about you for smells smells well I'm into essential oils as well and this summer I um, got two atomizers so I've got one in the sitting room and I've got I've got mm. the upstairs and downstairs blend like you've got your upstairs and downstairs book and I tend to in my office use things that are uh, for clarity um so I've got a, a blend called Clarity and sometimes Eucalyptus. Um, and in the sitting room, I often use, uh, well, I've just got orange and geranium and bergamot, um, mm-hmm. which seemed, I wanted orange. That seems like a nice, um, and it depends as well. So I was playing around with it in terms of, you know, neurodiversity and, m- my son and seeing if what the emotional benefits would be by, setting that Mm. um yeah and it's just a sort of a bit like claiming the space so I'm I'm you know I'll be using orange and cloves and stuff like that and warmth and and I and I just absolutely love it I'm also I really really love eucalyptus and I use a spray of tea tree in the bathroom (laughs) which gets rid of male odor around the toilet (laughs) It's really good. If anyone wants to like use natural stuff and doesn't like all the chemicals, if you mm. get a water bottle, you know, a, a spray one that's empty, you can get it from home base or whatever it is. You fill it up with water and then put about 30 drops of tea tree and I mm. just spray it and then wipe it over with tissue paper and it keeps everything really fresh and obviously it's completely natural. Um, yeah and it's it's gorgeous and I, I tend to it's like catnip for me <laughs> a long time in the bathroom like spraying it around um, spraying it around and on a non-hippie kind of note I really like um and also not outing my poor husband getting about <laughs> poor I hope he doesn't listen to this episode when he's kind of doing all the sound editing yeah unlikely but yeah yeah I know and um but but perfumes and this time of year I love like we were talking if we talked about sight yet we have haven't we 
um mm. so that that sort of colors of lipsticks and stuff like that and nail varnishes and the darker colors and I love French perfume so I like my Mistyor and um I love actually I've got Vera Wang but that's more of a summer perfume yes yeah, so and my my Mistyor is is probably my go-to autumn perfume um yeah so yeah yeah um, yeah and all those things are you know, just, you know, just, I was going to say pick-me-ups, but that does, sounds like language is wrong, but. They're just lovely things. If you focus on them, then you can just get the most out of them almost. (laughs) You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I guess it's like when you're drinking, it's quite passive living, isn't it? Mm you're quite passive to what's going on around you. I certainly was. You you don't think you are. You think you're really in it, but you only realize that you're not when you stop drinking. Yeah. And um and so yeah, once it's being in tune, I suppose. Mm. And I was I mean the I Americans think... would say woke. Woke. Are you because you woke living up? Living woke. Yeah. 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 But that's what and um and the I think, well and I and you know we I th- I think it's like it's skillful it's using what's at hand skillfully you know yeah so it's like I can elevate I can give myself a lift I can give myself a boost I think I've said that before I can y- utilize what's on hand to elevate my mood and that's toolkit isn't it that's the sober toolkit right it's yeah. to to not only to come back from sort of it's not only the emergency self-care or the reactive self-care of i feel shit so therefore da 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 it's like well i can be in you know, a neutral or a good space and i can still choose to elevate my mood by tuning into lovely stuff you know and and be yeah. might be mindful of it and that like you say then that that feeds into gratitude moment yeah, yeah. So what about is that is that all of them? Yes. Yeah. So we just wanted to. There's a, a nice mindful exercise uh, that you can do, like if you're feeling busy or overwhelmed or anxious or panicky, um, and it's to focus on five things that you can see, and then focus on four things that you can feel and then three things that you can hear two things that you can smell and one thing that you can taste and you might be on the tube but they might not all be the like glorious you know <laughs> might not be like oh I can smell that man oh, I can smell urine but but it is it's bringing you back to center like it's it's that thing of when you feel like you're spinning off uh it can bring you Mm. and hopefully there'll be positive lovely things uh, around you but it's still a brilliant skill if you're feeling like you're verging towards panic attack yeah it's Um, very grounding and in it yeah it just focus it's a bit like a forced quit because whatever you've yeah. been panic, panicking about, you can kind of, your mind will then focus on that. So, mm. yeah, even if it is, no, I'm not going to spoil the image. And no. Talk about the <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I'm not going to run with that. Yeah, it's, it's useful. Yeah. And um, 
I, because I'm a friend of mine in the States, she runs every autumn a, um, I'll just give it a little shout out, a challenge. And it's called uh, Fall in Love with You Challenge. Uh, and her name's T Totally Fit. And she's a uh, personal trainer in America. She's also a coach. But um, actually, this challenge was kind of how I found my, a lot of my American friends like two years ago was because we connected through this challenge. So, and it's essentially a photo a day, Hmm. you know, like the first day was self-portrait today was inspiration. And then you have like, you know, your favorite film, all those sort of things. You take a photo and you write write a little bit and things like that can be brilliant just to sort Hmm. of focus in, um, and, uh, of the things that are around you. And today I put the inspiration as humankind, and meaning kindness and because I have a tendency towards depression my touch would have been pretty good recently but something I used to do was when I was sort of spiraling with sort of negative thoughts I would always just sort of breathe and go every bad for every bad person there's a good person and this was my kind of mantra like mm. for everyone that's doing something wrong there's someone doing good you know, there's a fireman, there's a nurse. And this used to be my kind of, you know, talk to myself, mm. there's a fireman, there's a nurse, there's an old, there's someone helping someone across the road. Mm. There's, um, there's someone being kind. And it just used to help me just to bridge that gap when my brain was kind of spiraling down. And essentially, that is that kind of mindful, concentrated mm. thought. Um and you see it like, you know, when I come back to London, obviously there's a lot of bad stuff going on everywhere. But you see, if you look, you can see kindness. Like you can see someone sort of, I don't know, giving a cup of tea to a homeless person or you can, you know, you can see. Yeah, it's if you true. want to see, you can see the good. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's kind of what I wanted to. That's my tip of the day. Yeah. Before, yeah. you know. Yeah, I really agree with that. And it's not always easy, but it's just something you can try and really sort of focus your brain on. And coming from someone that suffered from depression, like you can. And I think it's really nice to share that sort of stuff on social media as well to spread it. You know, I get, um, I subscribe to Positive News, which is an online publication and a quarterly magazine with. You know, I think I've talked about it before, haven't I? Positive news about just yeah, a, yeah, maybe a long time ago. Like you know, the the guy, the, there was one. There's a boy who was in Africa who he designed a whole irrigation system for his village. You know, um, mm. it was just awesome. Just people triumphing, being kind, being uh, using their skills for good and surprising ways. You know, and community. So. Yeah, up upworthy is another good mm. one for that. Yeah, that has a lot of stuff. Um, I, that's my go-to. Cheer me up. Yeah, focusing on the good. Yeah. All right then. What's your reason to love sober? Um, my reason to love sober is, I think maybe all the stuff we've talked about today, and that that sort of mindfulness and being being able to be in it. Um, you know, if I sort of cast my mind back to sort of hangovers and those days lost and just feeling like I want to shut the world out. Um, 
I just think I feel so much, you know, and not, you know, and, and happy in my body. So if we're talking about the fact that we're just this walking antenna to pick up sensory stuff and how much I kind of broke that with, with, with booze. Um, and it's just that lovely knowledge that I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> my antenna can pick things up properly and, and what's out there is beautiful. That'd be mine. What's yours? Um, today I feel a bit emotional. Um, um yeah, I, I guess it's that, that sort of little... Yeah, the ability to be able to focus on the positive. Mm. I mean, like, there's a, I think it's that, um, we were talking about this before we started, but just that, um, just that, I just, there's no drama. Like, there's always a kind of way out and there's always, there's always like a solution. It's just, that kind of heightened state of, of drama seeking and drama building and mm. drama creating. Mm. Um, it's just, it's just that, that peace, I suppose. Yeah. I'm, a, yeah, I'm a, a lot more at peace. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, okay. Well, I've done my tip. Yeah. We've given lots of tips today. Yeah. So well, and, I guess we'll, we should wrap it up go and now. Have, yeah. Go and have fun in, in the, Go in the leaves. In the, yeah, go and kick in the autumn leaves. Carve a pumpkin. Not in, not in France, though, because you never know what you're going to kick. Dog shit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> we always seem to, always manage to lower the tone somehow, don't we? If it's not you and me, it's you. But that's what we do, because because comedy is a massive part of resilience. So yes, it's like, right. I just brought myself that's, down with some thoughts, so you've got to bring yourself back up again, you yeah. know? And that's one of the wonderful comments that we get back from people. It's like, even through this shit that I'm going through, mm. you still make me chuckle, and thank goodness. I mean, where would we be if we couldn't laugh at things, eh? So. Where would we be? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's definitely stop now. Yeah. <laughs> oh well I feel much more cheered than I did earlier on today so thank you um but if you're immediately concerned about your drinking um just reach out you can send us an an email at info at lovesober.com visit the website um just reach out to a community um there are lots online um or alcohol change in the uk for um, agencies of local support that might be available to you and yeah don't don't feel alone get in touch we love to hear from from you and um, stay safe and we'll um yeah we'll catch up with you next week bye